Help support our coverage using Blueberry, the community that gives creators the ability to make money, get detailed audience measurements, and host their audio and video. Get 30 days to try out the service using promo code BLUEBERRY004. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y-004. Uh, Welcome to the show, Mirko. How Thank are you, you doing? very much. I'm very happy to be here. This is this is a pretty incredible piece of technology. Let's Thank you very get much. into uh, how you began developing it and why. Absolutely. So basically, at the very very beginning, making a little step backward, I was nine years old when I started flying in general. So then I used my skills always for only for myself, right? For making competitions, events, and always trying to achieve the world class uh, title. And once I was able to achieve that uh, three times with the heli model helicopters for aerobatics, wow. I decided together with Herbert to found a company which is fulfilling more the real need that we had, which is like trying to save people's life. And we are doing that already in Africa, but we want to expand and also do it in Europe and uh, in, in USA as well. Okay, well, let's get into your drone platform a little bit Absolutely. and exactly, exactly what its capabilities are. So this one is basically a drone which uh, is not like a, a conventional drone that lands on the ground, but uh, our real asset of the company is mostly that we can have a mailbox 2.0, we call it, which is a mailbox that we can connect on the window or on a balcony. And doctors in laboratories or hospitals, they just open the window, they just can load the package inside the drone, then they close the window and the job for the laboratory person is done. So they, the drone automatically charges there, then it can uh, basically take off and go 100 kilometers, so 60 miles away, with the 2.4 kilograms or five pounds of payload, with wow. medicine, blood sample, everything that the laboratory needs to transport in an urgent way. And it lands in the same uh, mailbox in the other laboratory window, and uh, the other doctor and nurse can pick the parcel there. That is incredible. And when you're talking about expanses, especially like Africa, things like yeah. that, where there, where there isn't help yeah. around every corner, yeah. you know, uh, that, is, that is really awesome. Uh, what what birthed the idea for this technology? Was three years ago, and uh, unofficially was four years ago. There was, there was one year of like development to see if the idea was actually working out. Because me and Edward, we were both not sure if this kind of configuration, which we had to patent, was really working or not. So yeah. to completed not trans like transition the drone from a vertical flight to a horizontal flight in this way with the a weird configuration of the motors. So we have horizontal motors plus vertical motors uh, configuration. Interesting, interesting. And how did your, how did your knowledge of helicopters help help build this? Yeah, that's a great question, actually. So it was very critical at the beginning because as it's a, it's a patent system, we didn't know it was going to work. So at the beginning, it was flying really weird. So I had to, with my skills, with the remote control, always take over control in every different situations. So sometimes it was like one centimeter on the ground. A few times it was like flying inverted. So my aerobatic <laughs> skills were needed in order to save yeah. the glider every single time. Wow. So the, that was the only way to make it happen because usually it takes hours and days to really repair a drone every crash. Yeah. And we didn't have, at the very beginning, like the founder, the possibility to do that. So the only way was really trying to save every single glider. So with that being said, we were able to save probably a thousand planes at the very beginning, which brought us to the point that the software now is like better than myself. So I don't need to fly anymore. It's completely autonomous and uh, it's like doing a better job than I do. How do you feel about that? As, as somebody who spent yeah. their life perfecting a uh, skill like absolutely. that. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's amazing to see like, that the piece of tech that we have been developing is able to take over also my piloting skills when it comes to like, flying behind line of sight, as well as like, when there's a lot of wind, is really able to, like an airliner, right? It's controlling mm. the perfect attitude in a way that by, by sight I could not do that. So I'm, mm. I'm really feeling that at the beginning was 
really needed, but now the software, like the integration also of the artificial intelligence possibility and everything that we are we are seeing here at CES as well, yeah. I think it's like going in, a, in an amazing direction, which will become really cool. Well, let's start getting into the AI of it real quick, because of course, uh, you know, leveraging the world of AI yeah. with something like this to help find the fastest routes Absolutely. back and forth, help help you know, identify trouble areas for yeah. weather, things like that. What? How are you leveraging AI to train this drone? I think that this is a very interesting point because we believe a lot into the glider design that we are having in this drone. So it's not really a drone, it's not a plane, it's a bit mm. of a, we call it like bird, because it's, it's a, a kind of bird system because we are landing like on a window like a bird would do. And the AI for the future, I think, is going to be very interesting because as every glider, when you're flying, the pilot is feeling like the thermals. Mm -hmm. So he always needs to understand where to go to get some, some more lift. Yeah. And in order to get a longer range when it comes to distance, getting these thermals is going to be very important because we can save battery and like enlarge our routes to like many more kilometers. Sure. So that's what we are aiming actually for. Well, and I mean, even incorporating things like thermal sensors, Absolutely. stuff like that, they're, they're, so small, so yeah. portable now. Like you could, you could have it absolutely yeah. find the thermal clines before it ever gets there. Absolutely. So that that's pretty remarkable. Yeah. Now, uh, what other applications are you guys looking at? At the moment, we want to focus on the medical mostly. So okay. we are fully in the medical sector just because it's uh, a market which really needs urgent deliveries. And at that point, there is also we, we are basing ourselves on cost per kilometer to be cheaper than a car because nowadays we also consider that in five years it will not be anymore like now. Now we have like a two-ton car, which is moving like literally one kilo or two kilo payload, yeah. and the pollution that it generates, the CO2 emission that it has, and also the fact that one person needs to be in a car the whole time driving back and forth. This person could definitely be in an office, like making a much, let's say, uh, most more comfortable job, being in front of a computer, managing multiple drones, and making many more deliveries. So it's, we, we really see this possibility within the next years to do a lot of flights, a lot of deliveries with a much less uh, workload and much less CO2, CO2 emission. Now, how long have you been developing the, the glider uh, so far? Four years of in, in total. And wow. Three years was uh, the, the company we opened three years ago. That is, that is a pretty quick turnaround yeah. for something that is so proprietary. Yeah. Uh, now, what kind of technology did you leverage to kind of start off? I think at the beginning, I would also start by saying that what is extremely important besides the technology is like the people behind the, the, the software, the, the old software and hardware development. And what we did is hiring really passionate people. So every person in our company is really, if he's not working, he's still doing the same job, but at home for fun. So making this in, bringing this kind of person in the company, you create an environment which is really, they, they, they're really more than happy to bring in new ideas and new way of working. So the development has been, I would say, twice as fast as it usually is in, a, in other companies, I think, when you just have a normal hiring process. So we worked mostly on that. And as well as in the technology, we are not outsourcing too much. We are mostly doing most of the things in Switzerland oh, wow. ourselves. So we, of course, are buying some motors and flight controllers, but mostly we are building all the hardware and software in-house in order to be very fast. So whenever we see a, a, a need of a change somewhere, we are very fast and quick on reprinting, remolding, or uh, reproducing the, the pieces for us, and we can be very, very efficient in that way. What is your typical production time for one? I would say uh, we have two companies. One is in Switzerland, is the, head, the headquarter. Then we have the daughter company in Africa, where we are doing the building, but also operations and deliveries, because okay. there's where we started. And uh, in Africa, they're really, really efficient. We are, they are now with 12 people making one drone a week. 
And if they speed up wow. a little bit the process, we can also do two drones per week by splitting into the, the chain. Mm -hmm. So we have the chain that is like modular. We can do like the whole team is working on one drone or the whole team is working on two drones. So I would say in one week we can do from one to two drones. Wow, that's pretty incredible, especially for something so specialized. Yeah. Now, when it, when it comes to entry point, when yeah. it comes to a hospital getting into something, uh, what, what kind of price tag are they looking at to get, in, get into this a pretty amazing delivery system? Yeah. I think for us, that's also an interesting point because we don't start with like a, a huge price tag or a specific price tag. We are mostly looking at the price per kilometer of the car. And from that point, we, just, we are just cheaper than that. And we are confident by scaling up, we, can, we are able to use this service. They have, of course, like a minimum kilometers they have to do per month. But usually we are just a little bit cheaper than a car. So for every hospital and laboratory, it's also easy to say, let's give it a try. Because whenever we start that, usually what happens so far is that they keep the service and they try to replace also the car with the drone because it's a win-win. It's, it's faster and yeah. it's a bit cheaper. Well, I mean, you're not having to pay maintenance on a yeah. vehicle. You're not having to pay Insurances. a driver, insurance, fuel yeah. costs, all exactly. that stuff. So yeah. I, I can imagine that that would... That would ring as a, a return on investment pretty Absolutely. quick. Yep. Pretty quick. Um, where can people go to find out more about the Jetsy and more about your product? I think the best is uh, jetsy.com, our website. And uh, we are more than happy to, to receive emails there and to talk. We also have uh, video calls. And we are very open to any opportunity that it can come. This is absolutely amazing and something so necessary out much. there. When it comes to drone technology, this is this is incredible and a great, great leveraging of it for the good of mankind. Yeah, great thank you job. very much. Really, thank, thank you, so you so much for, much for having me here. Really, 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 really pleased about that. Thank Most you definitely. For the opportunity. It's an amazing product. Thank I cannot so wait to see it in use out there. Perfect. Thank, oh. for, thank you for the opportunity. You bet. Thank you. The Tech Podcast Network CES 2024 coverage is executive produced by Michelle Mendez. Technical directors are Kurt Corliss and Adam Barker. Associate producers are Nancy Ertz, Clinton Millsap, Sergio Velasquez, and Terry Willingham. Voiceover by Aaron Hurst. Our hosts are Marlo Anderson, Don Bain, Todd Cochran, Scott Ertz, and Christopher Jordan. Studio and equipment are provided by Plug Hits Productions. This has been a Tech Podcast Network broadcast, copyright 2024.